The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So everything in our communication rests upon this first foundation. And that is presence. Being here. For me, presence says more than mindfulness. Mindfulness means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Uh, Most specifically, we can say mindfulness is paying attention, knowing what's happening in the moment without adding anything else on, without adding on stories, interpretations, judgments. Presence includes that kind of knowing and it's embodied. Presence is is a kind of mindfulness that's felt and experienced in our whole body. The, the guided meditation we did at the beginning of our, of our day today uh, was, uh, you know, we entered that space of presence together by feeling the body, by, by feeling its textures, what it is to be alive, to be breathing, feeling, and sensing in this very moment. So the more we cultivate an embodied presence, that becomes a foundation for communication practice, for speech. And there are many, many many reasons for this. To be able to use any of of the skills that we develop in communication, we've got to be here. (laughs) You know, when, when when we're on automatic pilot, we don't have access to wisdom, to compassion. It's just the patterns are running. If we've trained ourselves well, some of those patterns will actually be skillful. You know, that's why we train. But we need to be actually here to use and remember the tools we have. <clears throat> Presence gives us really, really valuable information about what's happening for ourself, about what's happening for someone else. When we're not fully here, grounded in our body, alert, sensitive, we miss cues. We miss our own cues. We miss that we're starting to get a little bit worked up that the volume of our voice is getting louder, that the pace of our speech is getting louder until, wham, we say something that we didn't mean to say and all of a sudden we're awake again. Oh my God, right? Because we lost presence. We lost connection with what's actually happening inside. Or we miss the cues in someone else. We miss the fact that they're starting to look away that their body language is getting a little smaller or a little bigger, that their volume is raising or lowering, right? We miss that information in the dialogue because we've lost presence. So it's a valuable source of information about what's actually happening. And And not just the words, right? The body language, the tone, the volume, the pace, the feel of the conversation, what's happening. 
the more we cultivate presence, the more we start to have kind of a meter inside, a very, very accurate gauge that tells us when we're getting reactive, when we're starting to lose it, so that we can adjust appropriately. We can, we can start to pull back, we can modulate, we can call a timeout, we can say, hey, you know, this is important, I, I want to figure this out together, and I'm starting to get the sense that I'm, I'm losing my ability to engage in a way that's useful. I'm getting too worked up, I'm getting confused, you know, whatever's happening, I think I need to take a break and come back to this because if we keep going now, I really don't think it's going to be useful, right? In order to, it takes a lot of presence of mind to, to do that. And we need the information that comes beforehand. We need that internal meter. My first meditation teacher used to always say, he would say, when anger comes, it gives you a signal. The stomach tightens, the breath gets quicker, you know, there's heat in the body. When fear comes, it gives you a signal. Our body is sending us signals all the time. Are we present enough to pick up on them? The last thing that presence does is it, it over time, the more we deepen our sense of presence, our capacity grows, our capacity to be with our own energy and reactivity, someone else's strong emotion grows inside. And we have like this really stable base to handle whatever's coming as we, as we cultivate and strengthen presence. <clears throat> so this is, the, this is a foundation this is something that we, we can always come back to in our conversations and our communication. And it's important to actually name that there's no words here. It's not about what we're saying. It's just about being, actually. Rooting ourselves very firmly and deeply in being here. That's the foundation for right speech, for mindful communication is being here. And when we lose that, everything else goes. Or it's more likely that everything else is going to go. So sometimes we don't know what to say. We don't know how to respond. Just come back to being here. Yeah? Sometimes that's the most powerful thing we can offer. That's the most helpful thing we can do, is to just be here, to just be present with someone's grief, with someone's anger, with our own emotion response, to just bring presence. Like that's, that's a very powerful gift in and of itself, just being able to bring presence to a situation. So how do we cultivate presence? How do we strengthen it? How do we actually make it a firm foundation for our life, for our relationships, for our communication. So sitting meditation is a very powerful way of doing that. Standing meditation, walking meditation, right? These, these are vehicles for deepening and strengthening presence. 
movement practices, yoga, tai chi, qigong, these kinds of practices that integrate awareness in movement are very, very powerful and helpful ways of strengthening presence. Each of us has strengths in this area already. We know a lot about presence. We might not be aware of it, but we do. So um, what I'd like to do is to, again, do um, uh, an exercise with a partner, uh, actually a series of exercises that will be more structured than the one we did before. And the first is just going to be starting to uncover some of our own wisdom about presence. So I'm going to demonstrate this first with someone, and then you'll do it with your partner. So we're going to uh, answer a question, actually two questions, one at a time. The first question is, what helps you stay connected to presence? Is anyone unclear about what I mean by presence? Great. So the way we're going to do this is a little bit... um, I don't know what adjective to use, so I won't finish that sentence. (laughs) We're going to do this in a very clear and structured way. There's a certain form, kind of a dance that we're going to follow. So um, can I have a volunteer to just uh, demonstrate this with me? Great. Why don't we get get you a microphone? So remind me of your name. Sylvie. Sylvie. So Sylvie, what Sylvie's going to do is Sylvie's going to ask that question to me. She's going to ask me, what helps you stay connected to presence? And then I'm going to answer whatever comes to mind. It doesn't have to be right. It doesn't have to be smart. It doesn't need to make sense even. Okay? After I answer, and it's going to be short. I'm not going to give her a whole paragraph. It's just going to be a word, a phrase, or a sentence. Sylvie, after I answer, you have a very, very important part. You're going to say, thank you. And then she's going to ask me the question again. Taking care to be as present and like real with that question, even though she just asked it. And we'll we'll keep going like that. Asking the question, giving an answer, thank you. Asking the question again, giving an answer, thank you. So Sylvia and I will just do this for 30 seconds or, or so to just give you the rhythm. And you'll do it for longer with your partner. Oren, what helps you stay connected to presence? Feeling my body. Thank you. What helps you stay connected to presence? Taking a breath. Thank you. What helps you stay connected to presence? Getting a good night's sleep. Thank you. Okay, so we'll stop. So you get the idea? All right. So you'll go for about three minutes with one person asking and one person answering. There's no conversation outside of those lines. Okay, this is not a a discursive conversation. We're using this form. All right. After the three minutes, I'll ring a um, I'll ring a bell, and you'll trade roles. After another three minutes, I'll ring another bell and we'll come back to silence. And then I'll give you the second question and we'll do it again. Okay? 
Questions about how this goes? Yeah. Yes, I do. And I'd like you to use the question that I gave. What helps you stay connected to presence? What's the, What's the second question? What helps you to stay present? What helps you to stay present? Right. I'm, I'm right, the meaning. Yeah, what's the difference in that meaning? Um, again, we're dealing with language, so it lands differently for each of us. For me, the connotation of what helps you to stay present is... Um, it's less clear to me. It's a little bit more vague um, because I don't know what it means to be present. But presence is something that I experience in my body. There's a felt sense. I feel my body. There's um, uh, an aliveness, a sensitivity, a responsiveness. So the phrase, what helps you stay connected to presence, for me, points to what helps me actually access and stay in that, ex- that embodied experience of presence, which is different than the, the idea of being present, which might mean anything to anyone. Okay, so that's for me what the difference is, what helps you stay connected to presence. So what I'd like to ask you to do is to stay in silence, find a partner, and just sit across from one another, and I'll guide us into this activity in silence. Any other questions about what we're doing? Yes. Same Up to you. you. You might want to work with someone else just to continue to make new connections, or you could work with the same partner if you like. So please find uh, a partner in silence and sit across from them. <laughs> 